Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back. Good to be with you on this Monday afternoon, a chilly, dreary Monday afternoon, but it is going to get warmer as the week continues. Uh, it is official. 2024 belongs to the cicadas. Oh, this no. Is, this is from NBC News. This thing's gross me out. Uh, this spring, two different broods, two different broods of cicadas, one that lives on a 13-year cycle and the other that lives on a 17-year cycle will emerge at the same time from underground in a rare synchronized event that last occurred when this country was swearing in its second president. No way. 1803. Billions of the winged insects will make an appearance across the Midwest and the Southeast beginning in late April for a raucous mating ritual that tends to inspire fascination and annoyance in equal measure. Uh, This year's dual emergence is a -a once-in-a-lifetime event. While any given 13-year brood and 17-year brood can occasionally emerge at the same time, each specific pair will see their cycles aligned only once every 221 years. They're so loud and they're so gross. And every once in a while you'll come across one and you think it's dead and you kick it and it goes... And then I freak out. So... It's laying on the ground. Yeah. It, it's, it's almost like an, a, a possum. Yeah. It's playing dead, and you tap it, and what does it say? It goes, You've all had that happen. Yes. Oh, I hate those things. They are the, the kids, when we were younger, used to call them ugly bugs. Oh, God, they're terrible. They are the most disgusting creatures I on, did, on the face of this earth. I did find it interesting that that story repeatedly referenced them as flying cicadas. Is there a flightless kind? Is there a crawling cicada? Pretty sure they all fly. <laughs> Right in your face here's while you're I, here, doing any outdoor activity. Here's what I don't understand about cicadas. Ugh. So the 13-year brood that's coming out of the ground is known as brood 13. Gross. Very creative. They crawl out of the ground like the walking dead. You've heard this, right? They yes. literally... Have you seen the videos? Oh, God, it's so disgusting. The 17-year brood that apparently is coming out of the ground this, this spring as well is known as brood 19. Well, why not 17? I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And it says here, they happen to make their homes adjacent to one another. Quoting here from Gene Kritsky, who's an entomologist at uh, Mount St. Joseph University in Cincinnati. Thomas Jefferson was the president of the United States the last time these two broods 
came out together. It's disgusting. Have you heard that when there is the 17-year brood, it can be so loud that it will damage your ears? Yeah. Like the decibel limit is, I don't know, like Arrowhead. There, there's still a cicada on my back patio. <laughs> From the last brood? That, that died in the fall. And I find these creatures so disgusting that I haven't, he's buried under snow right now, but obviously when it melts, he'll he'll be right there. Um, I, I just haven't had it in me to get a broom out, sweep him up, and throw him into the yard. Now, there is a silver lining to this. Uh, there was a map included in the story that I was not able to get formatted for the print-off uh, that showed where these broods are centrally located. No. Uh, and there's dots all over the Midwest, and there's only one dot in Kansas City. <laughs> you, Tell me you... where it is, and I'm, I will avoid that area. Oh, it's in Kansas City, but we only <laughs> have ever, one dot. Do you listen not to a your, cluster your, of dots. Like, and they had dots, and she goes, no. I don't want the dot anywhere near me. Uh, from Channel 41 just now. From what I've gathered in discussions with a few people and with KU and the Chiefs, it appears Kansas conference games will be played at Arrowhead this coming fall. Non-con games will still be on campus. Nothing official Where? yet. Where? But that's the hope. Uh, Colorado, Houston, Iowa State, and TCU will play at the half of the stadium that is now Memorial Stadium in Lawrence. No, those are conference games. Those yep. would be Arrowhead. And the other games, pardon me, you're right, will be Lindenwood and UNLV. Flip that. Colorado, Houston, Iowa State, and TCU. Those are conference games, so those are at Arrowhead. Okay. And then the other two will be in Lawrence. I don't know how they're going to do that. Where are they going to play in Lawrence? Uh, they will have built about half of the stands. <laughs> It'll be standing room only. So you're going to have... <laughs> couple of bleachers and then just a wide open did they not think the about this side. when they were knocking that well, thing well, down that the, we're going to need somewhere to play well the thing is you have to i mean uh, if, if you're going to rebuild your stadium okay which is what ku apparently has decided to do um there's obviously going to be a season where you're going to have to find other places to play you can't build a stadium in one season they, they have no choice right but you can build a part of a stadium and yeah. just say, hey, we'll fill up these seats. The rest you, of you guys you can stand there. there. I ain't sitting up there. Why not just, I mean, well, I'm, I'm not going to get into it, but there, there is a, there's an entire neighborhood just north of the stadium that, let's be honest, if those houses were demolished and done away with, nobody would care. Uh, the homeowners raking in for dozens of years the rent on the backs of students yeah, but, would but, care. But th- those homes, you know as well as I do, Dana. They are, are old. They are turds on a paper plate. They are, but that... So buy them out. don't bounce. No, they don't. Buy them out, build the stadium there, finish building that stadium, right. tear down the other one and create an entertainment district. Yeah, but again... That, that's not the plan that we have. That's the plan that you want to have. I understand. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.